Thanks, Aiden. You can oh, start man. off. Number ten, you might you might be surprised by what we do in the shadows. Oh, wow. is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Okay, honestly, uh-huh. there is an episode where like they turn into a bat and he gets captured and sent to a pet thing. Yeah, animal control. One of their solutions was to turn into a dog, get sent in there, and be like, "Hey, I'm here to save you. Why are you in the room?" Oh, crud. Yep. It's just so, the pilot episode, I just found hilarious. Yeah. And it's one of the only mockumentary shows that I can think of that, like, actual people who they walk up to and talk to, like, what's her name's love interest for the first two episodes. Yeah. Like, actually address that there's a camera crew behind them. Like, in the office, whenever they walk up to a random person, they just talk like there's not yeah. a camera crew. Yeah. And, like, they have reasoning to be, like, Oh, just forget that there's a camera because yeah, they're, yeah. they're vampires. What's his name? Uh, the servant. Mm-hmm. They had a really funny name for I can't people. Re- I forgot yeah, it. I can't remember that. He was really good in it. Uh huh. And like the three, and like everyone, the the energy vampire mm-hmm. who is just so funny. Yeah. Because yeah. you tell that he's just having fun mm-hmm. with how slow he is. He's talking. Yeah. So boring. They yeah. all have great chemistry together. Even the vampire, like boss mm-hmm. was super funny when he got drunk off of blood it, uh, yeah it's it's a ridiculous parody yeah show spoof but satire it's one of the funniest shows i've ever seen it's probably the greatest vampire thing we've ever gotten out of hollywood right sorry yes. twilight well yeah um my number 10 is also a mockumentary parks and recreation okay i can see that the office creates the mockumentary jason bateman says arrested development is shot like a mockumentary but it's not treated like a mockumentary yeah. And so The Office creates it, popularizes it for American television. From it, we get Modern Family, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, which I know I is going to be high on your I list. I don't think that's a mockumentary. They do a bunch of flashbacks. It's, it's a mockumentary. Because they look to the camera, and they do interviews, and the they do close-ups. The first episode, they do three flashbacks, the girl singing, and then they cut to her in a red dress on, like, a Broadway stage. From the five minutes I saw of one episode, they like there was something on the floor, and, like, the camera zooms in in a way that they do in The Office. But anyway... Parks and Recreation um, comes out in 2009. It already has a cast that we're just astonished they all got in the same room. Amy Poehler, Rashida Jones, Aziz Ansari, Chris Pratt, Aubrey Plaza, Nick Offerman, and then for the later seasons, Rob Lowe and Adam Scott. It's a hilarious show. It's a very sweet show. It has like these really funny one-on characters that just come on for one episode and you never see them again. The town is hilarious. Like, it's, it's just a really, really funny show, and I think it's very iconic in the decade, especially thanks to Netflix, and you have everybody debating which is better, The Office or Parks and Rec. <laughs> Parks and Rec. Oh. I'm sorry. The Office, like, has, like— Like, first first season Office, not Well, good. first of the Last seasons are couple not bad. seasons, not And good. Parks and Recreation, yes, its third season is really where it deserves to be on this list because you have just, like, four or five episodes in a row. It's the introduction of Adam Scott and Rob Lowe. And you have four the or five flu episodes. episodes. The flu episode is so good, and Adam Scott is really, really underrated in it. I and and it starts Chris Pratt's career too. I mean, it's really the launching pad for his career. You're gonna be surprised. I have this. I recently rewatched a little bit of the show on okay. Disney Plus. Oh boy, I have Gravity Falls. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Go ahead. The first episode is so funny mm-hmm. because of just how dry humor it is, mm-hmm. like. 
Mabel's already always excited about everything, and then it cuts to her rolling in grass, like, yay! Grass! Time to spill the beans. Oh. Beans. And second season, do they have two or yeah, three seasons? Yeah, they had two seasons. Two seasons. Second season, I remember the first time he saw the uh, season premiere, you were appalled because it wasn't funny the first time you watched it. I remember. Oh, yeah, because it got hated. so dark. Yeah, yeah. But looking back funny. on it, it certainly needed to become dark. Mm-hmm. They get J.K. Simmons to play Stan's brother. Well, let's just say to begin with, they had Christian Shaw as yeah. Mabel, and then they had Le- Linda Cardellini as Wendy. Yeah. I, I think that's breaking gates, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and I feel like the backstory of Stan and his brother is like probably the best cartoon episode I've ever seen, honestly, because it was just the right amount of stuff that we needed to know. And also, like they did a off a little bit off topic, but the Gravity Falls would do like this mockumentary thing of Dipper trying to find stuff out. He saw that yeah. Uncle Stan had a tattoo Webisodes. on his back, and like in the Stan flashback episode, you see him like go back and mm-hmm. his back hit something that's like really hot and it just like compresses it yeah so you figure it out yeah and i was just like oh my god they remember to do that it's a very smart show almost too smart to be a kid's show which is probably why it only lasted two years because i could tell you that their audience was probably more adults than it was kids yeah well i know you were very surprised yeah i was just uh, yeah i had to put an animated show somewhere somewhere i hope you already have an animated show on your list aiden okay uh, my number nine is Big Little Lies. What can I say? I'm a sucker for good acting. And even though Big Little Lies season two may have lacked good writing and story, it had incredible acting. And I don't want to say it was the launching pad for movie stars going to television. But when you look at the first season alone in Shailene Woodley, Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, Adam Scott, Zoe Kravitz, Lord Dern, Alexander Skarsgård, like you're like, this is one of the greatest TV casts ever assembled. How could it get better? And the second season, they're like, oh, let's get Meryl Streep. <laughs> Why not? Its first season is so good, and everybody gives such great performances in it. Shailene Woodley, I think, was not respected for her career up to that point. Maybe, like, she was definitely, like, the teen actress for the Divergent movies and Fault in Our Stars and Spectacular Now. And then she becomes a well-respected actress because of the first season of that show. And the second season, I know not a lot of people liked it as much. I don't like it as much as the first season. But <laughs> I, I still think that the acting is just so incredible in the show. For my number eight, I have Community. Well, we're at number nine, so we're number why nine. don't you tell us your number nine? I already gave you my number nine. Oh, no, my no, no, you're nine right. You went first. Falls. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your number number eight. eight is Community. Okay. Remedial Chaos Theory to this day is probably the best episode of television I've ever seen. The show is so smart mm-hmm. because it just parodies a bunch of movies. It's parodied Spaghetti Western, uh, Star Wars, back-to-back. Video game movies. Video game. The whole That whole episode is made to look like a video game, which no show will probably ever do again. Zombie movies. A zombie episode, and it's... It's the right amount of stupid where you believe it that the dean would just steal a bunch of food from a dumpster. That happened to be. That happened yeah, to just. Army like, waste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the documentary parodies. Pillows and Blankets is mm-hmm. a parody of 
a history channel Kinsburg's like stuff. type yeah. documentary <laughs> like a softly let pillow yeah when they and go, then like yeah. they draw out like the specific details well, it's of somebody that pillow. throwing a pillow and then yeah yeah and it's just the show knows what it is and it sticks to it and it's just great the uh the Apollo 13 oh, episode yeah, yeah, yeah. is just so funny yeah, so because stupid. of how serious like Abed is taking this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really good. So what cast do you think now would be harder to get in the same room together, Parks and Rec or Community? And you can't just say, say Community because of Donald Glover. Um, I no, would... I'm still going to say Community because of Donald Glover and Ken John. He's on Mass Singer, Connor. That's true. I'm sorry. He's on Mass. I'm sorry. Singer. I would say Allison Brie is also was well Joel McHale and Allison Brie and Gillian Jacobs had a hot second where she was in a couple stuff. I don't know what she's in now. I would probably still say Parks and Rec though, just because everyone is still relevant in that show. But yeah, I agree with you. It's not on my list, but I agree with you. Number eight, I have Fleabag, which I have, which you're shocked that I have it that low on my list. But here's oh the thing. Gosh. Here's the thing. The second. The first season is not as good as the second season. That's why the first season gets zero. Like, nobody knows about it. Now, the second season is perhaps one of the greatest things to be put on television. Yes. Because it will make you laugh, and it will make you cry, and it is a beautiful, beautiful love story. Like, it's astonishing how good of a love story they write. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge proves her genius. She revolutionizes the fourth wall and talking to the camera and something that people maybe were sick of, but she uses it to her advantage so well. And every episode is one that you cannot take out because they're all so incredible in that second season. And the first season, I think, is why I have it at number eight. And the fact that there are only six episodes and they're like you can binge watch one season in like three hours and be done with it. But it's second season with Olivia Coleman and Sienna Clifford and Andrew Scott, who somehow did not get a supporting actor he nomination. Should've. He should have won soon, supporting when, actor. When you said, oh man, that dude right when they won Best County, you're like, oh man, that dude should have gotten an nomination. It's like, really? Yeah. Like, why? And then you showed me. And then you see it and you see the scene where he's talking about the fox. And he notices that she's talking to somebody, but she, he doesn't know who she's talking to. And you're like, that's his four-year consideration right there. Okay, I can see why you put that in memory. It's right, just because of its, of its first, first season, season is yeah. something that you can... And it's a completely different show, its first season. Yes. It's a dark comedy, its first season. And its second season, it's this meta love comedy. What is your number, number seven? Or seven. Sorry. Even surprised me that I put it on here. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I originally had no idea what it was. Yeah. And then it won the Golden Globes. Mm -hmm. Swept them. Swept them. Won, like, everything. Mm -hmm. So we watched it. And first episode, I'll say, wasn't really that good. I don't think it really deserved to win the Emmy. Oh, yeah, because it won writing. Then, it won writing and episode. directing. That's like, right. directing, I can kind of see. Yeah. But writing... Yeah, second episode was really good. Mm -hmm. It was so great with establishing all of their characters. Mm -hmm. The dialogue is so fast, like not Aaron Sorkin fast, yeah, but still like really fast. 
lot of long takes. Yeah, a lot of long takes. Really good directing. First scene in the second season is just a long take of her just, like, moving around in yeah. a, like, tele- Well, there's a lot yeah. of that throughout the entire show. And, like, the second season, I was a little worried when they went to that, like, summer place. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, could this be Jumping the Shark? It didn't. It was still, this is Maisel. Alex Forstein mm-hmm. might be the, like, one of the funniest side characters. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. She, the whole plunger thing where she was just like, I have just have to carry a plunger. People assume I work here. Mm-hmm. It's just great writing, and the way she delivers it's amazing. Rachel Brosnahan is great in it, except when she, I agree with you, you told me this once, that when she's on stage, she's not that good as Which is hard because the crowd Which is laughing I can, so much. Like, I'm just assuming that if you're an actor and they tell you, okay, act. Yeah. While you're acting, it just well, would seem a, a little awkward. I don't have a problem. Yeah, like, she's just, like, she's giving okay acting in that in those scenes, and the writing just isn't that good. Like, you don't believe that she's an actually, because you don't laugh when she does yeah. her stand-up comedy, so it's hard to believe that she's. Tony Shalhoub is just, like, an OCD-type father who doesn't really care. I wonder how he got that role. And his, like, character development from the first season to the second season is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Huge. The mom, who I, for some Marine reason, forget her Hinkle. name, yeah. is so good. I think she should have been nominated the first season. Yeah. yeah. And Just, even the ex-husband was, like, okay. real, was like pretty good. He's okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, my number seven is Mad Men, which will probably yeah. go down as one of the greatest television shows of all time. I have it as seven in the decade. Um, just because I do like comedy a little more than I like drama, but this was still a really good drama and great performances all around. John Hamm, January Jones, Elizabeth Moss. It really makes her career. Some people say the West Wing did, but this really made her career. John Slatery is just incredible. John Hamm proves that he can do comedy and drama and he can master them both so well. It's hard to describe why it's such a good drama because it's really just about these awful people who work in an advertising firm, but it is. And that's all I have to say about it. Alright. Second, I have to get my list. You better hurry up, dude. Number Run six. Stranger Things. Alright. It has a great three season run. People don't like the third season. And I will say the second season is a little slow in the beginning. Second season was the worst season. Yeah, I think so too. But third season when it picks up, it picks up. Like first season, first scene, I was intrigued. And then everything else about it was amazing. Yeah. When they all get together, like, you know it's going to happen at some point, like, in the last, in the second to last episode. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my gosh, it's happening. Yeah, it's They're very repetitive in its writing to the point where you're like, okay, I, I know where this is going. The first season, the last, like, I want to say three episodes was just like, we would watch them and then be like, okay, we have to go to bed. I wouldn't want to go to bed. I would just want to finish the, se- yeah. the season. Second season, like I said, was a little slow, but... Once it picked up, it picked up, and I still think that Will should have been nominated for an Emmy because mm-hmm. he was just, oh, my gosh. Third season, I still don't know if first or third season is my favorite. Third season was certainly a little more humor-filled. Yeah, yeah. But I think it really worked, and that's really all I have to say about yeah, it. It certainly was huge for Netflix. Yes. and is like one It of was the-, the show that like started making Netflix go, Let's make a bunch of just originals. At some point, they're going to stick. Yeah, yeah. And now they might be making too much. Well, that's but, another podcast, yeah. yeah. Um, My number six is Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Ooh. which I think is one of the most underrated shows to come out of this decade. Okay. It is what 30 Rock was in the mm-hmm. later half of its run, which is this hyperized, ridiculous setting of New York. 
and I, I can go and watch any episode of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and be able to laugh at five new jokes that I didn't laugh at the first time because the writing is so well done and the cast of characters is so great. Going back to John Hamm, he should have won an oh, Emmy yeah. for every time he was on as a guest actor. Remember when he uh, did the handcuffs thing and he couldn't get it? And, and then when they took the handcuffs off of him, it was like, <gasps> yeah. and they were like, oh my gosh, how do you do that? Yeah. Their guest actors are so funny. It, it It's just so reminiscent of 30 Rock. And while I don't think it's as good as 30 Rock, it's still an incredible show. Titus should have won, I feel like. Oh, yeah. And Titus Burgess should have. Yeah. Yeah. He was one so, at least one. It's such a dark premise, too, but they, like, make it work. Yeah. It's room, but a yeah, comedy. Yeah, it's room, but, you know, she just wants to find a boyfriend and get a job. Yep. Moving on. Number five, you haven't seen the show. Silicon Valley is oh, one of geez. the funniest shows go. on television. All right. It's not like I'm limiting you to how long you've talked about Silicon humor. Valley. You have to think about the humor. A lot of it's like really gross humor, but it's still funny. Kumail Nanjiani mm-hmm. is like not like, you know, big sick. Good. Yeah, he's not like that, but he still like cracks a lot of jokes. Martin Starr. Martin Starr is just, like, the sarcastic person, mm-hmm. and he's so good at playing that. Thomas Middleditch is, I think he had an Emmy nomination. He for did one, of one season, yeah. And he's just, like, he's so great at playing an awkward person who has no idea how to start a company. Mm-hmm. T.J. Miller is just a jerk, yeah. as he is all the time. And what's his yeah. name who was in, like, five Jet Apatow comedies at some point? Zach Woods. Like the dude who was in Spy and got poisoned or something. Zach Woods. Yeah, he's like the most believable actor because he plays someone who like just can't stand up for himself, mm-hmm. and he's so believable in that. And Alex Berg is like, I feel like should get create more stuff because he created this and Barry. He was one of the writers on Seinfeld. Yeah, I think he should be offered or just create way more stuff than he should. And that's why I think it's one of the best of the decade. It's got best common nominations, I think, every year. It's gotten yeah. at least one writing nomination every year. Yeah, that, not for this season. Released. It has not gotten one, but... Yeah. I still think it's... Just, first season's not the best. Second season's when everything picks up. Well, you can say that about most shows. Yeah. Uh, my number five, another HBO comedy, Veep. Um, just revolutionary in its writing. And if you, if you think about it, it shouldn't have worked because they changed showrunners mid-season they had the season four finale where she becomes the president and their showrunner left after that and so it should have been a disaster but it didn't julia louis dreyfus uh i don't know if she was continuing to get elaine because she was in new adventures old christine but she certainly like proves herself to be one of the greatest actresses in television history she won the emmy six straight years in a row and probably i think would have won a seventh year had she not been out for um for breast cancer selfish um i'm sorry uh tony hale is just great it's a great supporting cast really funny writing and something a series that you can rewatch over and over again okay i yeah i just didn't put it on because i hadn't seen like the full show yes i know number four last man on earth probably the most surprising show i've ever seen Will Forte. You're giving a lot of credit to Christian Shaw in this. Yes. Everyone in the show is so great. Will Will Forte, like, 
first season is a jerk. Second season becomes like probably the most likable person. Mm-hmm. And the show is just like also very sad. There's an episode with Kristen Wiig that is just amazing where we just see her side of everything. And it is actually really sad. Laura Dern make the guest appearance oh, wow. in it. That's the one th- they could get a lot of guest actors in the show. Yeah, it, they really could. Will Ferrell was in the show for two seconds. I'm not kidding. Yeah, he had a heart attack in the first scene he was in. John Hamm was in also in it for yeah. killed by his wife from Advent. Just want to point Jerry that out. Jones, yep. And it's just each season they go to a new location, so it's like very new and it opens up new possibilities. Mm-hmm. And it's also like so smart that you have to think like there's an episode where like they have a one of them has a heart attack and like for some reason they had safe words and he just was like wisconsin and like you had no idea what that meant originally and then you're like oh my gosh that's their safe word for something so it's just like really well thought out and i think you have to watch it connor it's amazing it's on hulu all right we gotta start speeding up here um my number three is atlanta Okay. Um, the the glorious rise of Donald Glover, going from comedy chops to community, to dramatic chops in Atlanta, which is a comedy but also a drama. But it's a very genius comedy in some of its episodes. The second season is just hit after hit after hit with a great supporting cast. Is really the makes Lakeith Stanfield and Zazie Beetz and Brian Tyree Hill. Um, all of them together. Obviously, Teddy Perkins, a huge, uh, huge episode for Glover. And it's just an incredible television show. Again, it's second season, a little better than its first. But it's still, it can make you laugh, and it can make you cry. And it points out just in- incredible stuff within uh, the context of race in America. Okay. I have Barry as number three. That first season was so surprising because when I heard that Bill Hader was doing comedy about being a hitman, I was like, it could be hit or miss. First point blank. Yeah. And then, like, the first season, I didn't watch, like, the first episode, I think. Mm -hmm. I just, like, overheard it when you were watching it, and I found it so funny. Second season is when it's, like, ideas just started going wild. The Ron and Lily episode, where it's just a hit gone wrong, is hilarious. Yeah. Noho Hank mm-hmm. is, like, one of the funniest side characters. Yeah. And, like, Henry Winkler in the first season, it's just so weird that it was really funny. Yeah. This is your number two? Number three. Number three, okay. Wait, how and did, how did, I thought you started off. How did I get to number three before you did? You got to number three? You skipped number four then. I skipped number four. Oh, shoot. Okay, real quick. And also the whole monologue thing that his girlfriend had where it's just one shot and it's just her just, like, doing, yeah. like, five pages of monologue was also really good. Yeah. And Bill Hader's, like, probably the smartest person in comedy yeah. right now. Okay. What is your number four, sorry. even though so, you skipped to number three? I'm sorry. My number four is the People v. O.J. Simpson American Crime Story. It starts the miniseries with an incredibly talented all-star cast. Sherilyn K. Brown, Courtney B. Vance, Sarah Paulson, David Schwimmer. Cuba Gooding Jr., John Travolta, Nathan Lane, the list goes on and on and on, and it it tells one of the craziest stories to ever happen in American history, and it's it's beautifully told, it's beautifully acted, and like I said, it starts 
the the mini series, the ten episode run that can get such a huge cast. So that was my number four. My <coughs> number three was ending now. What is your number two? My number two, Fleabag, second season, might be the best season of television I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Hot Priest, one of the best characters ever made. Yep. one of the best actors. Olivia Coleman, first season I was like, eh, she was okay. Second season she was just so. I don't know. Wh- I don't know if I should like her or not. Like yeah, I still don't, I don't know if I am like. Oh, yeah, she's kind of likable. Uh, the sister, like, is just so funny when she's, like, doing the whole thing about the haircut that she got and how she yeah. looks like a pencil. Yeah. That was really funny. First episode, it's just it's just a dinner party, uh-huh. but it's just so funny. Bottle episode. Bottle episode. Yeah. Um, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge is, like, it was. I was going to originally put Killing Eve on the list. Yeah. But then I was like, eh, Gravity Falls is a little better. Wow, okay. All right. Well, second seat. I didn't really like second season of Killing Eve. Not a lot of people much. did. I enjoyed the second season. I Nobody think that the did. first season of Killing Eve was just so great because they like they never met. They never met. Yeah. And like we knew information. It's that like the fugitive the, the two that way. Didn't. Yeah. yeah. And that's the reason why I didn't really have it on the list. But Jodie Comer is so good in the second season. She was really good, and that's one of the reasons why I was going to originally have it on the list. But yeah. I just thought that you know. All right, I understand, yeah. I understand. All right, so Fleabag is your number two. My number two is The Americans, which will go down. I, I was expecting that you were going to say that. As one of the most underrated television shows of all time, a Russian spy espionage, incredible acting from Matthew Rees and Carrie Russell. Because of this, we got one of the greatest power couples in Hollywood right now. Absolutely. Uh, Carrie Russell is just so transformative in this role. It's... It it makes you upset when you think that she never won an Emmy for this performance. Matthew Reeves luckily won his final year, and it launches uh, a career that he's having right now. He's having a moment. Carrie Russell's supposed to be in the last Star Wars, so I think she'll have a moment too. Um, It's just so so well acted and so well written, and nobody was watching it on television. It had, I think, like something like 500,000 people watched its series finale. And that was it. And it's just so depressing that nobody gets to watch one of truly the greatest shows of all time. Do you think it's going to become, like, the best show that no one watched? I think it already is the best show that no one watched it. My number one. I think it's also your number one. My favorite show of all time, BoJack Horseman. It is my number one. We can just have – this could – should we just, like, stop right here? Because this is, like, an entire podcast. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So should we just stop right now so that we can – We really like it. Well – it's like hilarious. Mm-hmm. It gets super depressing so fast. There's an episode where it's like three stories: hilarious, pretty funny, depressing as heck. Which the, one is that? Uh, the one where uh, Mr. Peanut Butter, like the first story, Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane are trying to help Woodchuck Cookchuck to get elected, and the reason why Jessica Biel didn't get elected because she hated avocados. Oh, okay. Then it goes right. to Princess Carolyn saying yes to Filbert, and then. Uh, Holly Hawks overdose. That's right. That's right. So within five seconds, it can get really depressing. The mother episode's so sad. Yeah. Well, it's about it's a cartoon about a horse, but it's also really um a great thing to go to to understand depression. Yes. And and, um, and addiction and, and addiction. Like all five characters are separate things of depression. I read once. Yeah. Like they're well, all they're the all depressed. Stages. Yeah. They're all the five stages of depression. And addiction and and um yeah yeah it's 
we're just keeping the short because this is an entire podcast on its own. 